The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. My name is Vinny. I'm here with my in-person co-host, the handsome Jeffrey. Hi-yo. And then on the handsome hotlines, we got two co-hosts with us. We got Brother Pete. Hey, hey. And Brother Sean. Hey, fellas. All right. How's everybody doing? Chilling. Same. <laughs> We're all real live. The real movie. summer. What? I'm a little bit sad after watching this movie. Watching the sadness? <laughs> yep. Did not make me sad. <laughs> yeah, well... I'll tell you what did make me sad as we move along, though. What? Uh, something did make me sad. I'll talk about it as ah, we go right, along. All right. um, anyone got anything popping off for summer other than work? God, I don't got a damn thing. It's embarrassing how little I have to We're look forward it. to. It's yeah. first week of June. Yeah. I got nothing. No, we got things to look forward to. There's nothing happening right now. Yeah. We got VHS Fest. Can't well, June it. 18th, I got a show on South Street that I'm now terrified to go to. Uh, <laughs> nah, it can't happen twice. It happened two times in two weeks. Mm. Once was off of South Street. Can't happen a third time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to have in the back of my head the whole time. Like, you know, someone's going to get into a fight outside and bullets going to flirt. I'd be more worried about getting carjacked. Uh, I'm definitely not driving. I'm just going to Especially with that sweet new truck. Yeah, I'm going to Uber from like my parents or something. Sean, Pete, what do you guys got going on? Um, Well, because of, uh, I don't know, the creepy singer of this band, Dance Gavin Dance, they got kicked off of the Coheed tour. And now they're replaced with alkaline trio so yeah that's a great addition. literally literally two of my favorite bands are torn together and i'm seeing them on july 27th and anybody who wants to join i will be there and having a really good time yeah i plan on joining 100 percent that's a huge upgrade to go from dance gavin dance to alkaline trio at least in my well, What's really funny is I immediately because it's such a it's the Coheed fan base is very strange, and I immediately went on Facebook onto the fan site and to see what the reactions were, and it was very fifty fifty. You know, older fans like myself uh, were like, "This is awesome! This is an upgrade." And other people were like, "Who is this band?" And like, this is trash. Pardon and me, who like, is Alkaline Trio? I know. And and so I commented on somebody that said, this tour went to trash real quick. And I just said, you're trash. Yeah, clearly. And then he tried to like, he tried to provoke me into something. And he just started calling him Sweetie and Baby. And um, it's a really fun way to troll people because like, it's amazing how people, how angry people get. Oh yeah, and and he's like he's like you're you're acting like a bitch. I'm like because I told you you're trash, <laughs> and and uh, and then I just started calling him. I was like, whatever you say, baby. And he's like, what? Stop doing that. <laughs> uh, Stop it. So 
Yeah, he's like, I'm married. I'm like, okay, okay babe. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, let's kick into some beers before we get into uh, news and notes around the league. Focho. All right, Jeffrey, why don't you introduce this gift to the show that you brought? All right, well, I uh, brought another beer. That's, that makes two. In the uh, almost 100 episodes. <laughs> no, you brought one. This is by your third. Oh, okay. Three. Uh, this one is from Evil Genius Beer Company, based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it is their Purple Monkey Dishwasher Chocolate Peanut Butter mm. Porter, aged in Jameson casks. Um, it is only 7%, which is a shocker, because I thought for sure it was going to end up being like an 11 or 12. But uh, I had it on tap over at the brewery. And it is very good, and I'm hoping that Vinny enjoys it, or I will never bring another beer to the show. I am looking forward to this. Vinny, you've had the regular, have you not? Yes. Uh, this might be our first... Evil Genius? Definitely first Evil Genius. Probably our first uh, Porter. We don't usually go... Uh, yeah, we doctors. don't usually go dark. Well, it's good. It's a, oh, it's a good episode yeah. to go dark. It's delicious. I love it. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite good. I wasn't. I didn't yeah. think I was gonna be disappointed. It doesn't. It doesn't like smack you in the face or anything like that. But the 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 whiskey and the Jameson's there. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't have that bourbon barrel taste. It's a very All right. Hmm. I think the I don't really get into the the the, the barrel age stuff too much. But do you remember that John Henry? John Henry. No. I don't even know if they're still around. But all they did was like beers in. Different types of like liquor um, um, barrels, and they were so strong and like almost undrinkable at times. Yeah, I mean, that, you can cross a line quickly with these, where they can get either too sweet or too strong. That's nice though. I'm a big fan of Evil Genius. They, I feel like they really push the boundary with like where they go with their flavors, but everything is so balanced all the time. I don't know who their head brewer is, but uh, actually the drummer of uh, uh, the band Commonwealth Choir, our, our friend Davis's band, uh, used to work there as a brewer. Um, I don't know if he went back. It was like COVID layoff kind of thing. Mm. Um, they actually, they filmed the music video there in the, in the brewery. I went there for the filming of it, got real drunk. Nice. Um, me too. Did so, we yeah. talk about this before? Maybe. Because I think we said, possible. "Are you in the video, all drunk?" And you said, "No, no." no. I'm no. I'm pretty sure they very purposely did not put me in the video. <laughs> it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, this I is... was wearing my I was wearing my Becky three sixteen shirt. <laughs> nice. It was like pretty soon after she got that punch to the face from botch botch Jacks mm. Nia Jax. Yeah, well. Apparently, Nia Jax has an OnlyFans now. Oh, Pass. <laughs> it's like, man, who's subscribing to that? I don't know, but I'm, I'm like, sure, she I'm would. Sure, I'm sure it's like a big Samoan, Samoan, uh, you know, group. There was this little um, Italian guy at work. Like, first of all, if you first off, you would never expect him to be such a. He's a big, big time wrestling fan. Like, older, short, uh, portly Italian guy, Tommy. From South Philly, you know, thick accent and all, and just loved wrestling, and was b- 
big time in the Naya, like one in the Mariner. Nah, I remember like the faces she would make when she would be like selling moves. That, like it was looked like she was shitting her pants sometimes. Maybe she did. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, but... there, there was that one time where she like fell weird and literally screamed my hole. Yeah, I remember she that. She was like, ow, my hole. <laughs> like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What are you, uh, so what Bye. are you drinking over there then? Uh, me, I just have a good old, uh, high life. Mm, champagne. Cham- champagne and beers can't go wrong. Well, I know Sean's probably got something nice. Yeah, I I haven't had this beer before. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Forest in Maine and Ambler. Absolutely. Right next to Bar 39. I got their Wave is Water West Coast IPA. 6.5%. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that place was still open. Not going to pair well with the uh, Blondies? <laughs> it's actually, no, it's very nice. Mm. The Blondies, the Blondies far gone. <laughs> The strawberry blondes? Is that what you're talking about? Nah, my sister-in-law came over. Uh, I think she's still here, but she brought me some blondies uh, to uh, taste test. Taste test? You mean, With butterscotch. You mean drink all of butterscotch chips? <laughs> Nobody brings yeah, me it's nothing. It's like the opposite of, a, opposite of a brownie, no? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if anyone wants to bring me stuff, just come to Phoenixville. You know where to find me. Oh, my, uh, my sister and my sister-in-law have a little baking company. Uh, called Sweet Geeks. You can find them on Instagram. Mm. Uh, what was it? Sweet Geeks? Maybe. Sweet Geeks. K E E K S. Really good stuff. And I get to be their taste tester, which is not great for all of my clothes fitting, but I do. I'm happy about it. Not a bad job. No, not a bad job at all. Jeffrey, you got anything on the music front? I do, actually. Um, our buddy Zach, his band Outer Heaven, opened up, up in uh, Boston for a show. Uh, this band called High Command. Uh, they're apparently huge up in like the Worcester area. Wor- did I say it? Worcester? Um, Worcester. Worcester. But not so much down here. But like they have a huge stage show, and they like uh, they they come on the stage in like an armored car and stuff. Um, but they're like thrash death. Uh, they have one record on Spotify. It's pretty pretty rad. I like it a lot. Um, just the videos he was showing me though don't do it justice it's like guys in cloaks and fire breathers and the dude the lead singer has like a sword that like sparks shoot out of and stuff and the whole set they're playing um kill scenes from like conan and rambo and stuff on stage like on a projector what band was called again high command high command yeah pretty pretty fun stuff check them out Oh, I actually, they're actually in my rotation pretty frequently. Oh, there you go. I don't, I don't really have much on music. Uh, Beyond, the, Beyond the Wall of Desolation uh, is a straight ripper of an album. Okay. No one else has music? Uh, Jeff, I was going to ask you something. Uh, the Menzingers announced their 10-year anniversary of On the Impossible Path. Oh. And the Philadelphia show, I think it's the 25th of November, sold out, but they announced the second date. They announced the second day of the 26th. Thinking about going. Maybe. Where are they playing? Union transfer. Yeah, I would go to that. Like, Gaslight's playing the Met. I don't think I would enjoy the Met. I think I would be annoyed with the Met. That's a little highbrow. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I like small clubs. I don't really want to be in a 
I mean, it's a Menzinger show because I mean, shit loads of people no matter where you're at. But yeah, I don't know. I've I've become disenchanted with with bigger places over the years. I don't years. mind a big show. I'm still down for a lawn seat. Yeah, see, I don't I don't see the point or spot. I should say. Yeah, I just don't see the point anymore. A union transfer is a good in between. No, right? absolutely, I agree. Yeah, uh, Fillmore's super sweet. Fillmore yeah. union transfer. Um, Underground Arts, I've never gotten to go to. Um, Wednesday 13's coming around again, doing 20 Years of Fear Part 2. He's going to play Milk Boy. I heard that's a cool little venue on top. Oh, that, that's like that's like little, little. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. So. <coughs> um, no, I guess the only music thing I have is uh, that I, I revamped my Summer Sizzles playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Did you just... Well, like you said, revamp it or just start no, a new one? It's a, it's a completely new playlist. Ah, okay. How- I mean, there's definitely carryover, but I I renamed the other one SS1, and I made a new one. Ah, okay. So I, I did find it. Yeah, we were uh, listening to it when we went to go pick up our Han Dynasty for dinner. Yeah. And, like, Turnstile came on? I haven't heard them, but, God, they suck. I did not like that song. Oh. Well, teach their own. I mean, are they like a big thing right now? Because they just played two shows yeah. in Philly. Like, yeah, they're huge. Yeah. They're like not a fan. They're a little bit controversial in the hardcore scene because they've been on like Jimmy Kimmel and they're they're making it big. Well, yeah, yeah their new album is their new album is very different. You know, like there's more. It's more not soft, but like there's a little more singing. Like not singing, but like not like if you you would like like two albums ago you would like but um they're like a really heavy they were they're like a really heavy 311 oh god i hate 311 really heavy 311 don't say that that's so mean Uh, dude that's exactly what they are (laughs) get him sean if you compare anything to 311 it's just you look it's like it's like a toss-up for worst band ever weezer or 311 no yes i'm sublime uh, no, because Sublime has like some fun songs that I can like get behind, like um, me and Peter burritos are and stuff. On Sublime because... Well, so am I. I'm not a huge Sublime fan by any means, but there's songs that I still like. Weezer, I get, I still get down with like Pinkerton and the Blue Album, but like they progressively got worse after that somehow. My one of my favorite memes is there's it's like there's like somebody has like this comedically large flip flop that's like way too big for for humans and and it's just like a foot like on the thong of it and it just says sublime <laughs> and it's just like it just makes total sense everyone like you want you see it and you're like yeah yeah and 311 is just hot hot trash <laughs> i still like creatures it's a good song well you would all right so i have a shocking okay. revelation oh i watched midnight mass Start to finish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And no round of applause. I watched something like uh, current. Finally. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Sarah. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was just great all around. Uh, I almost that I was talking about. I almost cried at the end with the. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but with the the boat scene. No, when they bring her to the bridge. Okay. Yeah, because I kind of I I figured that out myself very early on their little story arc yeah but like that almost made me cry a little bit because i was like oh man yeah it was uh this dude 
that thought he was doing all this good and all their back history and, and it's like this is how it ends and it's it's I don't know it was fitting. It was very well done. Pulled the heart. Just got a heart, everybody. Yeah, it's there. You just gotta pop through the first six or seven layers of cold, solid black, and you just need an island full of evil vampire worst type thing. things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing that that bothered me. Like they they won't say it's a vampire. No one ever says vampire. Nobody ever goes for like the vampire trope, like grabbing a crucifix or a wooden stake. I kind of like that. I I, I kind of like that too. I don't mind it. It only it keeps bothers it me. From the... But it only bothers me because it leaves it open for a lot more of religious interpretation that I don't want to deal with. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I I got that. I get that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he stuck the ending oh, yeah. really well. Nailed I mean, it. Nailed it. All around great. Yeah, there was no point where I was like, oh, I'm losing interest. Nope. Stayed the whole time. No announcements for any other TV projects from him, right? Not, not that I've heard, no. I know this one was a big deal because he's been wanting to make it, like, forever. This yeah. is, like, his thing, him and his wife. He's got to be due for something. Let's see if I can pull Well, is he, is, is, uh, Mind, Mind Cat, is, what's it called? Mind, Mind, Mind Hunter? Mindhunter, is it done? Done. What's Mindhunter? Well, he it was another series that he he did, right? Wasn't that Mike Flanagan? No, he, no. Didn't, he didn't do uh, that. No, my Mindhunter is uh, David Fincher. I think. Oh, but all I know is that whoever was doing it was taking a break from it mm. to do something else, and I think it just ended up getting canceled. Mm. But yeah, I totally lame because it was really good. I don't think they've officially called Mindhunter. I think he left it open if they want to bring it back, but I think the I guess that's production the... is like crazy high. But why? Why? Why would it? I, be? That I, I I don't know. It's not like the set pieces are crazy elaborate, but yeah. I mean, you got to make everything. Yeah. Um. But uh. No upcoming projects. Yeah, I, I, listed I guess for that's the. Uh, I guess that's the. Um, that's kind of the good thing about. Good and bad, but at the, but I think mostly good is that like with streaming, like Stranger Things took like two years off or whatever. Yeah. With pandemic plus plus like Millie Bobby Brown is like famous and does other movies now. Yeah, but so um, I've, I've but seen like the first three episodes and that's it. With with streaming, it's like I guess there's a little less like network pressure for people to like like if they want to take a break and come back and make another season sometime later, they can do it. Um. But um, I hope I just hope my I just hope Mine Hunter comes back. I, I mean I think the second season wasn't as good as the first, but I still really liked um, it. Yeah. I have never seen it. Uh, the fact it's something that, you would it, dig because it, yeah, it's basically it's about the start of like the FBI psychological department where and it's this guy. It's basically two guys and they go and interview like all the famous serial killers from. The 70s and 60s. Oh, interesting. They were, to, to they're form, working on like psychological form, profiling. Yeah, yeah I mean, the form psychological profiles of serial killers. Because right. and they they if they if this is the it's fictitious, but it's the it's about the guy who coined the term serial killer mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I think okay. it's based on a book that he wrote. That oh, also, is it? Yeah, also called Mind. Yeah, Mind. very good book. Yeah, I'll watch if it's on Netflix right now. The the things that I'm like. 
as soon as they come on or any true crime things they do, they do really well with. Yeah, you would you would dig this then. Yeah, but it's he's a, also the voice of. It's not a true he's crime. Also the voice of uh, no, but it's based on true crime, uh, and it's, it doesn't stray far from. What's that, Pete? Oh, he's also the voice of Sven in Frozen. Oh, no idea. What that no, is. No, that the man, the man guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, I, I think one of the things that that hurt that for me is difficult, like. If I know that something only went two seasons, it makes it m- m- less likely for me to watch it if I didn't watch it from the beginning. Well, you especially I mean? if it got abruptly canceled. Like, yeah. um, like there. Ugh, what was that show that everyone, like the horror community, was pretty hot on? The Kevin um, Bacon one? No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, it only had one season. That, I think on either Netflix or Amazon Prime. It was based on a on a podcast. Like a true crime podcast mm, I don't about know. this dude that's like restoring tapes. Ugh. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I watched it. I watched it, and it was like, it was a little too. Um, not that I don't like psychological thrillers, but it was a bit too disjointed. Like you didn't know, and it ended kind of like very strangely. So like I didn't know. I I kind of just figured that was it. Like it was a one off. Yeah, well, if it was if it was kind of framed like a one-off, maybe I'll watch it. But I, I kept hearing a lot of good things about it, and then I saw an article that got canceled after one season. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to invest my time in that one season and be left with a cliffhanger. It's not going to get solved. Um, speaking of one, one and Dunn's, there was this show. It was a sci-fi show. Back in, I think I watched it live 2019. I think it was 2019, 2018, maybe. It's called Deadly Class. And it was literally about like this academy for like misled youth that goes and trains them how to be assassins. And it was really fucking awesome. And like had good young actors in it. And uh, had, um, the guy who's like the the right hand man to uh, Doctor Strange in the Marvel comics, the Chinese guy. Um, so like good, uh, and I uh, I guess just didn't have the funding or or I mean you would think sci-fi like sci-fi doesn't have a ton of original good shows anymore. Yeah, so. but there's so much content that I guess. Um, so I'm pretty pissed that 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 got canceled because I was I was like re- I was like watching every week kind of thing like really into it. For some reason, Pete, as you were saying that, you're like, ah, oh, speaking of one-offs, there was this sci-fi show. It only had one season. I think it was called Firefly. <laughs> I thought that was like, no, yeah, I thought Firefly was like a really popular show, no? Oh, yeah, hugely popular. Like, And sci-fi fans are, to this day, pissed off that it got canceled. Oh, it only, went, it only went one season? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, people, I mean, it's been 15 years now. People are still mad about it. Good show. All right. So we are into the month of June. We're going to continue our monthly segment of the BloodyDisgusting.com summer horror movie preview. Let's see what June has to offer. All right. So June 3rd, already out. 
We have Dashcam, uh, Hit Theaters and VOD. The host director, Rob Savage's latest, captures an abrasive musician's wild night as she steals her friend's car and agrees to transport an older woman. And she finds herself caught up in sinister forces. I have seen, I think, more negative things about this movie than I've seen positive. Has anyone heard of that one? I've heard the title. I didn't hear about or yeah. uh, synopsis or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those ones that I'll probably eventually catch up to. Uh, we have The Passenger, kind of similar group of strangers sharing a ride has their trip interrupted when the driver hits a woman hiking in the dark. They decide to help her, but quickly learn that something is wrong and they shouldn't have let her in at all. Some of these are falling into our future road trip war games. Maybe a modern selection. And then we have Jurassic World Dominion dropping this weekend as we record. Anyone going to see it this weekend? Gonna go see it on Sunday. Yeah, I'm seeing it Saturday. Passing. Passing? Yeah. I'm, I'm not like I'm not like super excited, but I'm you know I gotta see it. Yeah, I mean the OGs are back. I love. I mean, give me all the the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World content. I'm I'm gonna be in. Yeah. And then um, so we have a an AMC out here, and if I understand correctly, um, AMC so Regal got the rights to IMAX. AMC lost out, and AMC is probably going to be bankrupt. Well, they already are bankrupt, but they're probably going to be closing very soon anyway. But they came up with their own big screen, um, advanced sound type theater called the Big D, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to check out Jurassic World Dominion in the Big D, see what that's all about compared to the IMAX. Let me know how that Big D is. No, I'll let you know. Yeah, I love that. Um, well, on the topic of, uh, you, if you want to watch a good modern original sound footage esque dash cam movie, I think I've talked about it on here before, but I definitely recommend the movie Spree. S P R E E. I think I just saw someone post about. Did you post about that? Uh, a while back. I had it in my October movies, 31 days. I saw someone recently. Yeah, someone else wants to watch it. So the only person that's in it that is uh, is Steve from Stranger Things, is the main character. He's an Uber driver who's live, live streaming this entire night, and he's just trying to get more and more followers, and He's this whole night of basically killing people. And it's, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a, it's not like anything you've ever seen before. So it's definitely something new. Is it uh, streaming somewhere? Uh, uh, where did I see it? I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's, I'm not sure if it's free. If it's not free, it's $3.99. But yeah, I'm sure it's somewhere. Uh, I think I, I think I watched it on. I want to say I watched it on Shutter, but I might be wrong. All right, I'll give it a search. All right, going down the list here, we have. I am very excited for this one. 
uh, June 10th coming out. What was that tomorrow? Uh, Crimes of the Future. David Cronenberg's yeah, back. Yeah, there's some hype behind that one. Yeah. Um, so it looks like humans are mutating and growing additional organs that we have not had before. And I'm sure it's a story of corruption. Like, um, people, like multiple penises? I don't know about multiple penises. I think it's like new organs that we, we don't even know what they do. And they're being harvested. I don't know. It's going to have some crazy Cronenberg shit, of course. But I'm excited for that that's one. Got some, that's got some big names in it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Viggo Mortensen, who is a... Uh, he's done a lot of Cronenberg movies. They've become tight. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I mean, it, it should be good. Quick favorite Viggo Mortensen movie. Um, oh, History of the World Part Two. Well, Lord of the Rings, I mean... Wow. Is it history of the world part two? Perhaps, sorry, and not, uh, history of what is it? History of violence. <laughs> history of violence. That was a sorry, Mel Brooks yeah. movie. World part two. <laughs> That's so much different than history of violence. Yeah. Uh, so I've been I've been filling myself with uh with fun things over the last couple hours. Mine is Young Captain, Guns Captain two. Fantastic is really good too. Young Guns two. What's the what's the uh, Russian mob one? Um, uh, Eastern Promises. Yeah, Eastern Promises. Cronenberg, right? Yeah. Vinny yeah. loves anything with the Russian mob. I do. He's a and the cartel sleeper cell over here. All right, and then just a few more. We got story game. This one I'm excited for. June twenty first, uh, hitting screen box. A horror anthology that brings to life three legendary Japanese ghost stories. Three friends try to outwit and scare each other with scary stories while camping in Hawaii, but only one can win the story game. That one should be cool. I'm always down for anthology, especially when it's going to be centered around Japanese ghost stories being told on the beach in Hawaii. Come on. That's more summer than that. I hope it's better than Scare Me. The hell is Scare Me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope it's better than that. And then, I think to wrap up June, yes. Does anybody have any um, high expectations for the Black Phone? Yeah, I think everybody does. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for something crazy out of this. Um, yeah, I'm still, it's based on... Um... It's based on Stephen King's son story, right? Yes. Which I, I didn't read. I didn't read that one. Uh, it's only a short story. It must have been out of full. I think full throttles. Either that, or he wrote the the screen. No, nah, it's based on one of his short stories. But um, okay, I read one of his short story collections called Full Throttle. I think it's in his other collection. Anyway, but uh, Ethan Hawke. Uh, I'm still seeing things pop up from critics and the films. The the um, festival circuits about how well he does in this movie so I have some kind of high hopes for it and that wraps it up for June cool pretty lean month I guess sure why I'm not? sure there's some stuff that's going to drop on Shutter and whatnot yeah. that Blade Disgusting didn't get a hold of I mean this was written in April oh uh, yeah well I uh I still haven't seen X that's now available yeah. to rent. Don't want to. Why? Because Ty and West the... is a jabron. Dude, stop. People are loving And there's it. also... Uh... I have to stop talking shit about Ty West, but you can talk shit on Troma anytime you want. Troma's actually trash. Well, so is Ty West. Mm-mm. Okay. Well. Um, Vinny, have you heard about this movie called The Menu? The Menu? No. Okay, so... Um... Ray 
I always get them confused. Ralph Ray Fiennes. The one from Red Dragon. Okay. He plays the Red Dragon. He is like basically like Rene Redzepi. He's like number one chef in the world. People are traveling all over the place to come to like this island where he has this restaurant. And uh, people are eating things. They don't know what it is. And then apparently turns human into, meat. turns into maybe a like survival of the fittest being hunted kind of thing. Okay. Um, that you assume that these people are being hunted for to be served on his menu. Um, but it's got, but I mean, he's in it. It's got a pretty big cast. It's him. It's the girl from, um, she's a big actress now. She's young. Uh, she was in Split and she was in that, that chess show on Netflix. Yeah. She's, she's like kind of like bug eyed. Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. Um, and also Nick, um, something he was in, like, he played the young beast in the, in the newer X-Men, Nick something. Anyway. Nick Holt. Yes. Nick Holt. Um, so anyway, looks like. Yeah, I'll check that out. That's out now? You know, we don't get, uh, no, I only just saw like, uh, a, a preview. Okay. I don't know. I don't know when the day, what, when it's coming out, but, uh, yeah, we don't often get. I mean, we like our food. Oh yeah. Stuff, so. All right, Jeff. Back to X. Summer movie, road trip. There's lots of people enjoying it. You can't say that about trauma. Very absolutely small, can. Very small group of people that enjoy it. Um, can I? Being I... said to be a, a major tip of the hat to. Ch- Chainsaw Massacre? Not the first movie to ever do it. I know. Well, I, I don't care about Ty West. <clears throat> what do you want me to say? He's trash. He's, he he lost faith with me. What did it for you? I forget. House of the Devil was like ah, the yeah. biggest piece of shit in the world. Like it was like, oh cool, you made House it look you made it look like the the eighties, and you have no plot or story or ending. Good job. I mean that's not true, but sure, whatever. I want to I want to touch on the subject of the road trip list yeah because you call that movie a road trip well I haven't seen X I thought it was a road trip movie okay are they road tripping out to to make a adult film and shit goes Uh, okay but I want to clarify a road trip trip movie is a road trip movie nobody better try and put Texas Chainsaw Massacre on this list because that's not a road trip movie they're on, uh, a, they're on a road it's, it's trip, but it's not a road trip movie. I get you. I they're on it. a road trip, but yeah. it's not a road trip movie. Yeah. State borders need to be crossed in a road trip movie. So let's. I, I will. I will DQ people if you try and put. Like, How do we know somebody, state borders are crossed? Is it always evident? Dumb and Dumber is a road trip movie. Oh well, yeah. Yes. Exactly. But I would argue that Jeepers Creepers is a. Road trip movie. Mm. What are they on a school bus? Is that what happened? No, last part two. I mean, can we do this during the road trip episode? So okay, I don't have okay, to sit okay. here for two hours listening to you do we this. Can. I, I we'll, we'll, the, we'll lay down some parameters before we actually do the episode two. When we're done recording. We'll some of us need to get home and watch old episodes of Cops. Okay. We'll lay down some 
Ground rules. It's my new thing. Get stoned, watch cops. Did you know everybody smokes meth? It's crazy. I love it. I don't well, know how they got there, man. <laughs> when you cross certain state borders, everyone smokes but meth. If I look in this car, am I going to find anything? No. Well, there's a bag of meth on your dashboard. I don't know how that got there. Someone must have put that there. It's my brother's it's car. Not, so It's not mine. Yeah. It's the same stories over and over, but I love it. It's just the people just get trashier and trashier. Mm-hmm. Fun times. All right. Let's get into this watch this or die because there are some things that need to be said about this. All right. Let me dive into uh, – so this, this uh, is the sadness. So we're getting some, some hype. Uh, not so much for the quality of the movie, the story of the movie is getting a lot of hype, uh, for being like a, a slatter, a splatter fest, uh, lots of gore, lots of violence. And it's got people maybe outside of the horror community more so like really talking about it because, uh, a lot of people have found it so controversial and appalling at the violence and gore. Uh, and then within the horror community, people just seem, from what I've seen, to be digging it for what it is. It is. Good night. Um, good. I just want to say one thing. If it's about road trips, every... I'm turning your mic off. <laughs> I just, I think everyone here is going to agree with me about this, and it's the, and it's the first thing that bothered me about this movie. This isn't a zombie movie. No, I was gonna no. say that. That's why I was. That's why I said there's some things that need to be said about this. They, and when they say, and when they say, it's the most outrageous, violent zombie movie that's ever been made. Oh. It's a rage virus movie. That's so. It's almost like a combination of 28 Days Later and that movie with uh, where they're trapped in the office because there's like a essentially the yeah. same thing. It's essentially right. the same kind of thing. Yeah, it is I can't remember what that movie is called. With the, with the dude from uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. called I think it's called Mayhem Mayhem, mayhem yeah yeah Mayhem, mayhem. so okay. it's like Mayhem meets Twenty Eight Days Later and the crazies kind of yeah crazy yeah, a little I mean, bit it too just, yeah. it just didn't it didn't seem to me that there was any evidence of people coming back to life for one no it, it just seemed it, like people I mean, they, who they, they call it they call it a pandemic and a virus well that's so that's right. my they first never, they never say, they, is they this... never say zombie in the movie. Or no, anything. they don't say zombie. Just, they advertise. The it. dead aren't rising. Yeah, it, it was basically a way to get people to watch. Yeah. My question, my first question is, because I'm not worldly, I don't watch the news, whatever. Is this a satire of America? I think it's a satire <laughs> of the pandemic. But I don't think any other country We're... has the problems that they're per- per- portraying in this. Except America. No, other... Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like politicizing the virus. What? I think the directors of this movie were from Taiwan. Yeah, the the movie's Taiwanese. Yeah, but you can still satirize Uh, another country, even if you're Taiwanese. I think they were trying to satire the world. Yeah. Okay, That that was my biggest problem with this movie, is I didn't really know what... Like, it felt like they had something to say. Right. But I don't know exactly Right, what. I didn't know what they... Because they they're kind of saying a little bit about everything. But I was like, is there something going on there that I don't know about? Because these seems like very American problems that they're poking fun at with... I thought it was just more poking fun at just general humanity's ignorance. Well, yeah. But, like, with the... Like, this the whole sex thing. Like, they become... You're a rage monster, but you also like 
you just want to torture and rape everything. I mean, I, then that I just thought they were just trying to make things as grotesque as they could. I was just confused. I was like, is this because of, like, uh, like I said, I was not sure if it was just based on America or not, but it's like, is that trying to say something too? About- I mean, I didn't, I didn't pick up on any of that. Like, uh-huh. we're being targeted towards America. I don't think I don't think a Taiwanese movie would have that agenda. I mean, yes, they would know there's going to be a lot of eyes seeing it in America, but I I just don't think a a Taiwanese made. Also, I don't think the director's foreign. I think I mean he might be foreign, but he's not Taiwanese or Chinese or anything like that. His name's like Roland something. Well, the wasn't the main character's name like Jim Roy Jim. Jim. Yeah, Rob Jabez. He's like a white dude. <laughs> he's Canadian. Oh, he's Canadian. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, and he wrote and directed it. So, yeah, I mean, he definitely was putting some sort of agenda in there. But he is mostly, majority of his early work was produced in Taipei, Taiwan. So. I don't know. I don't think there was an agenda at a certain country. Anyway, but they do get into a lot of the, you know, pandemic stuff that we were in with people being either ignorant about it or uh, there's a lot in the beginning about it being bullshit and being politicized and all that kind of stuff. And then quickly goes bad. Um and I don't, I don't know when pre-production started on this. It might have been during the same timeline that we were dealing with the actual pandemic, but there was a lot of talk of mutation, scientists warning about mutation, the public not listening about um, what could happen with the virus mutating. And then in this case, the virus mutates along the lines of rabies and causes like a rage virus. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it was kind of interesting the way they did it. Later on in the movie, they connect the rage uh, part of your brain, the virus connecting it with the pleasure part of your brain, specifically the sexual pleasure part of your brain. So you learn that these people that are infected are inflicting pain and violence and harm, but at the same time, like sexually getting off on it, which spun it into a whole different level of crazy and scary for the viewer i thought i thought it was a pretty clever way to do it and it got the characters to be saying some really heinous shit that was well, yeah entertaining <laughs> the 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 stuff that's said in, in taiwanese just or, is that what it is taiwanese they don't taiwanese. Chi- yeah uh, <laughs> but they're speaking mandarin mandarin okay yeah and the stuff that's said in mandarin sounds a lot more pleasant than uh reading the sub the the, the subtitles on it but it's uh, it's gory, that's for sure. I don't. I, yeah, there's no lack of blood. Yeah, and I've never seen a movie start with a warning like that. Like it's not like um, the warning you would get like before Cannibal Holocaust or something like that. It's like a warning from Shutter. Like it's like oh well, this movie. I has... think the warning. I think the warning was the sexual. I well then because the, the last part because of the warning, now... the last part of the warning is about the strobe effect that may cause seizures. <laughs> Uh, well, a yeah. lot of movies do that now. I've never seen it like I that, think, just outright in the beginning. Yeah. 
there's such a because uh everyone is so soft now like do you need like the trigger warnings for anybody who you know well i'll tell you this most outrageous i think i've ever seen sure most shocking nah yeah definitely not the most shocking um Considering how bloody this film was, a lot of the violence was like off screen. Yeah, there's not or a whole like, lot of like I was, part of I was expecting like hanging intestines and all this stuff. It's just a lot of like blood. Yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 opening with the the fryer basket and ripping the skin. Oh, yeah, off. that was I was like, was oh, this cool. is I was intense. Like, oh, this yeah. is how we're starting. All yeah, right. that was intense. Uh, the I body love... falling from the top of the building. Well, that just... that was the most shocking thing to me. Yeah. Is like, holy shit! They just basically showed someone commit suicide. Yeah, and it looks very real. <laughs> Um, am I, I mean, this from what I've read and then talking to people like Shane about this, who was like, dude, he was like, buckle up. Like this thing's wild. He's like the person that made this should be in a hospital somewhere. I was like, what the fuck am I about to watch? But I had a fun time watching this. Um, <laughs> Does that make me sick or something? No, nah, I don't know if fun's the word, but. Like one of those things was like there was so much wild sh- like yeah. shit going on. I was like, like the, oh. ba- the basketball court stuff. Yeah, I was like the like, baseball oh, kids. You, like, you know, sitting there with Steph and I'm like talking out loud like, oh shit, yeah. did you see that? God damn. That's what I mean. Outrageous. Like, oh, no, Definitely outrageous. I mean, like what, the the bar. What did the guy say on the basketball court? The Nutcracker. He said, "Why did you why yeah, did you like, chase why them why off? I was about to come." I yeah, think the, the most wrapping, wrapping the barbed wire on yeah. the basketball pole and then throwing them nut first into it. Yeah, the most vile part to me is the eye socket. Yeah. Effing. So <laughs> I saw some like reviews on Letterboxd that you know said no spoilers, but like get ready for the eye scene. So I thought it was gonna be some scene where like an eyeball's hanging out or gets squished or you know, like we've seen like a million times. I didn't expect for it to be the first on film <laughs> skull fun. <laughs> Well, not on film. But yeah, they don't you show it. Yeah. But yeah, but you know what's happening. I mean, you see. I feel like I feel like they wanted to show it, and I feel like someone was like, "No, no." <laughs> and then the, the compromise was like, "How about you just show like a bloody four way?" Yeah, like which, in the hallway, yeah, yeah. which was odd. Yeah, yeah, not sexy at all. No, <laughs> I was. I you know what? I was also, and I you know, I was expecting when you saw the girl again. For the eye hole to be maybe a little agape. Yeah, no, that's it's just it's just clearly be. the same makeup. Yeah, it's I mean. the same makeup. Yeah, yeah. I thought that very, I, I, very when, lazy. Very when lazy. they showed her again, I was like, oh no, there's gonna be a big hole in her eye. Like, ah, they, uh, they, they, well, they, not big, not not big hole. Oh, you never know. <laughs> now that actor, I enjoyed his crazy. Oh, his crazy it was was crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. that that was some Richard yeah. Brake stuff. You kind of knew. He was going to be the craziest because when he was normal, he was a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew once he I went... Mean, I didn't expect him to become such like a recurring part of the film, though. I sort of did just because of the time they spent kind of I building. mean, once he got you know stuck in the subway and he's like, he said, oh, you know, I'll be coming for you. Or I'll find you. I was like, all right, so he's going to return. Yeah. He did his little tongue maneuver out the hole. Of the yeah, movie. yeah. I mean, lots was, of... Lots of... Now, if they were Lots to of... do, if they were, if they were to do an American remake, Richard Brake's playing that guy, right? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Well, who... Lots of tongue, lots of tongue flicking in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the black tongue in the uh, hallucination scene. 
Um, I will say the story suffered from the same thing for me as the last matinee. Uh, no particular plot here. Um, it seemed like you were getting the um, the Cloverfield kind of dude's going to go find his girlfriend, which you do get, but there's no after that. That's that's your movie. Like, there's nothing yeah. meaningful. You don't learn anything more about the virus. You don't know about... I don't think you're supposed to. No, you're not. I know. But I'm just saying, like, that was my belief. Because the... when it ended, I was like, oh, it's over. That then, was my... <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I mean, that hour and, a, hour and a half went quick. Yeah. And then when it ended, it's like, oh, okay, well, that reunion didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was not going as planned, I guess. Yeah. But I like that it wasn't... It wasn't even close to being... A happy ending like there was no like dramatic moment like oh like they might make it like before we can get to that point it just ends which i kind of appreciated right um and, and you hear the you hear the gunshots on the roof yeah at the end, so there's no like there's no sequel they just right there there is no that's what i mean there's spoiler, there's no like there's no there's no story there's no resolution there's just things happen just, and then it ends i mean it, it's basically you're you're seeing the dude trying to find his girl and the world falling, is falling yeah. apart around him while yeah. he's trying to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, which um, I didn't really need any more than that. It was so out, like I said, it was so outrageous that, yeah, it was just the, the spectacle alone. So here's my take. Um, am I glad I watched it? Sure. Because it's a conversation I can have with someone else who's watched it, but I would not recommend this movie necessarily as a watch. Yeah. I've, I've been having a tough time myself trying to figure out how to put like that to, as well. To anybody or someone that's into horror, like, or just nothing. If someone was like, I really like rage virus movies. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> but like, um, I feel like it's, Definitely not, definitely not like a normal person. I would well, never no, tell a normal no. because like, I'm not gonna go tell this, my mom. To this watch is this. this is probably the most sexually explicit movie I've ever watched. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, that's, I mean, it's out there. I mean, just 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 in the just in the writing alone. Yeah, the th the things that you have to read on screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing that would make that more awkward is if it was in English, and and like you had to listen to it in yeah. a theater with other people. I, I put this in the realm of like a human centipede. Like, if you want to be shocked, yeah, give it a watch. If you, yeah, that's, that's not a bad comparison. I can't tell you that you're gonna get anything out of it. I can't even say, like I said, um, I can't even say, like I said, that, that funny. Sorry, <laughs> uh, it's not that. Per, there's lots of blood, but it's not particularly yeah. like over the top gory or anything like that. <clears throat> I mean, there's lots. There's lots to be said about like what went into it and like there's a lot of really good stuff that had to happen in the writing and i mean not like in in the in like the actual words like you said like there isn't much of a plot but or a story but you know to for for everything to happen you know pretty good and it's and again it's not a it's not a bad movie it's yeah a, it, it didn't feel cheap no, it definitely didn't no. feel cheap. And all those effects are practical, which is very yeah, much Yeah, which I awesome. appreciate. Yeah. Um, 
I really enjoyed. The, I, I, I don't know. I I enjoyed this one. I would I would give this a pretty hard watch for the horror community. Like I would not tell, you know, just a, a rando off the street that's How did like, looking for. About it? Uh, she was disgusted. <laughs> she she was mostly playing uh, Candy Crush to avoid watching it. But then, like, I would get all animated about something happening on screen, so she would look up and like, "Oh my god, it's disgusting! I hate blood." I'm like, "Well, this movie's not for you then." <laughs> it's not for you. Did she know what was happening? The eyeball scene. I had to explain it to her. <laughs> she was, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, "She's being skull fucked." And she's like, what? And I was like, you know, skull fucked. You know. <laughs> Hole in the eye. Mm. And I think she her actually, I think she actually, <laughs> yes, yeah, her eyeball fluid is currently drying on my dick. Yeah. That was foul. <laughs> foul. But I think she actually did like that. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. Ah. Sean, did you watch it by yourself or did you make your wife watch it? Oh, God, she, there's no way she would watch this. <laughs> This is, but like after uh, the movie I, was over, I said to Steph, I was like, "Can you imagine just like any grandparent watching this? Like, would their brain just melt?" Yeah, I mean, it's just an extreme horror. Like, it's all it really boils down to. It's yeah, but like the older generation has never seen anything like that put on screen. Yeah, they have. What? I spit on your grave. Yeah, but how many of our grandparents have seen that? Mine did. My grandfather did. Mine did not. But I mean, that's just a straight up rape revenge. Like that's yeah. brutal to watch. It's like thirty five minutes of a woman getting raped, and then another thirty of her getting her revenge, and then it just kind of ends. ends in the <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, a lot of people have seen anything like this. That's kind of the point. And yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, for shock shock value, but I just also was entertained by, you know what was happening and the reaction I got and having that reaction with other people would have been fun. And for, for a conversation piece and just because it's like something you haven't seen before, I, th I think it's certainly worth a watch for the right crowd. Yeah. I still don't know how to put it. Cause like I said, it, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Vinny on this I, for the absurdity of it. Uh, I would probably say watch it, but I, like I felt it started really great with the the grandma and the grief scene, and then like yeah. I was excited for where it was gonna go. And by the time they got to the hospital, I felt like it was kind of not dragging, but it just kind of lost the direction it was going. Yeah, because it just it, it did everything. It just. It, I mean, I liked I, I liked I the stuff it, when she was locked in the room with the the uh, virus scientist doctor. They also oh, the virologist—he was fucked up. Yeah. But there was the only point, uh, purpose he he served was to uh, be more vile than someone with the virus in a way. Right. That's what they were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the whole the one theme they were going with was nobody trusts doctors, and then like, of course they don't. This dude's like a fucking asshole. Yeah. He's like. And then, a, I, like, I felt like now I don't know what the point is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just uh, shocking things for the sake of shocking things. And it was wild and outrageous, and it, it uh, succeeded in that department for sure. But yeah, I, obviously, there's no reason to ever watch this again. Like, Would this movie have benefited from being more towards a horror comedy? 
Um, I think it's so over the top that it is funny. Yeah. Yeah, there were certainly parts that were like, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> In the, that way. The head exploding? The yeah. head exploding scene? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think out the president. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I didn't get that either. Like, I mean, I get what happened now, in the scene. if they were, if they had that president, because of the times, being an obnoxious asshole, then I would say, especially that part was being satire. But he was being America. an obnoxious asshole. He was like, we're, well, we're going to beat it. It doesn't matter. We're just going to take it out. Like, well, gonna, he, you can say he, he was that... being, no, he wasn't being Trumpish. He wasn't being Trumpish, but he did say, like, oh, there's no evidence that it's the disease causing this, like, crazy outbreak. You're like, ah, oh, this is just, like, politicians speak. Yeah. But that, that, that whole backdrop with the, like, the building and right. the Right, it looked just like a White House backdrop, yeah. It did. Yeah, and, like, the whole, like, I don't know if that's how they do things, but, like, the whole military being now, there, like, while he's doing his speed, the spiel... If we're getting, actually, you know what this could be. So, so uh, Taiwan is is separate from China, right? I know and that. they don't get along at all. I know. So it could have been a satire well, towards China. Maybe. That's what I thought, but I also thought the director was Taiwanese because I I read that earlier. And if he's but if, if most of his guy, career, so I, I, and, I, no I assume if his career has been taking place in Taiwan, he's been full time living in Taiwan for quite so, you know quite some time. And a lot of the crew, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I can do some more reading about it and see what the intentions were. Yeah. Or what the uh, the festival circuit, if he had any interviews or anything about it. Yeah, this one's just too gray. It's not black or white for me. I can't say, yeah, you should definitely see this. I would yeah. watch this again with people that haven't seen it because I would want to see their reaction. But, like, why? Would you say you got to see this or would you, someone be like, you got to show me the most crazy shit that you've ever watched? Yeah. Because I don't that. think I, there's ever a point where I'd be like, you got to watch this. It's just violent and grotesque. It'd be wanting either my want to show somebody something grotesque or someone asking me to show them something like that. Or, I, mean, I was already thinking since it's a Shutter, it's a Shutter property, uh, I could see Joe Bob showing us at some point. Yeah, I mean, probably. But... Just to talk about it. And... This, this to me would be a fun drive-in movie where you're like not really paying attention. Right, and, and you're like, oh, the vi- shit. The visuals, yeah. Yeah. the visuals behind you are like so absurd and yeah. you're just like sitting on some lawn chairs drinking beers right. and laughing at these. Yeah. Listening to everyone else's right reaction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't, uh, sugarcoat it so it's not you know it is what it is yeah what was that noise oh that's my sister oh okay so what do we have one watch this one die two on the fence yeah I don't know I'm well, definitely no, Sean, on the, you, Sean said you watch. Give it a watch yeah I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the watch this side I'm on the fence I just I don't know there's so many factors that play into what, what I would have to say if I if I had to if I had a gun to my head and had to pick one I'd say watch just because you're probably never gonna see anything this outrageous or absurd again so it's like yeah. might as well get it in you and I mean I'm I'm speaking to the only four people that I would ever tell to watch this movie 
That's true. Uh, I mean, I have a couple people outside of this group. That I feel I would, like we should but... we should check on Shane. Let me read the <laughs> let me read the text. So he he didn't know we were doing this episode, or that I was planning on watching this last night for the episode. And he says to me, "You watch the sadness yet?" Eh, I'm all right. All right I'm, yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Hang in there, brother. It's the craziest movie I think I've ever seen. Next test. Scratch that. No, it is the craziest movie I've ever seen. It's nuts that someone even created it. Honestly, whoever created it, that that needs to be hospitalized. <laughs> like it must have <laughs> fucked Shane up. <laughs> I, I don't think anything that happened in this movie disturbed me more than the the big opening scene of the remake of Hills Had Eyes. That's fair. That's what I mean, though. Like, using your imagination sometimes is way worse oh, yeah. than seeing it all out on screen. Like, I, I I would... If I put this on and then Texas Chainsaw, or maybe Reverse Order, I, I'd, you know, showed someone who'd never seen either, they'd probably... Say chainsaw scarier, because this you, wasn't scary. Nah, that's what I mean. It's yeah. not scary by any means. It's just outlandish. The, the grossest thing to me in this movie was the arm breaking scene. Oh yeah, see that didn't bother like, me that much. It just looked so. It that's the thing. It looked so crazy that it was like, oh my god, like it was in a straight up Z. <laughs> but like the but they broke it scene, above like, where the really yeah. grossed me out. I don't know what the yeah the, you're the right, basketball the bad. basketball court scene was the craziest yeah that was just funny I mean but I, just, I also liked I think I the look the look I that they gave the infected with the the bright red around the eyes and then the yeah. people turning black with that that creepy smile like that yeah. was that was effective yeah. yeah I think that that um it would have benefited from a little bit more like suspense as far as like like the scene where he's like trying to start the motorcycle and he's trying not to make any noise. Like if there was more like sneaking around, mm. there wasn't very much sneaking around. Like you, were, they were either being chased or not. Right. Yeah. Basically. Or like uh, when he's trying to look through his bike, finds the screwdriver as a weapon, then just looks down and finds like a sheath. Yeah. Is there a six, yeah. whatever the hell that thing's called? It's like what? Why is that just laying there? Sitting... I did appreciate. I did appreciate that they didn't. Like there was no like cheap jump scares or anything in this movie. No, yeah. it was just all there for you to, um, to see. Yeah. yeah, they they laid everything out that they wanted to do. So I don't um, know what my the only thing that when I heard the only thing, so because it was coming right off the eyeball thing, when you heard the baby, I was just like, man, like are they going like did this dude do a baby or something? Oh, I didn't know? think that. No, I thought he just was yeah killing them. So. I was just like, because I'm like, where else are they going to go? You know? Yeah. I was just like. There's something about um, the fast, aggressive stabbing that's really only been shown in movies the, what, the last eight years or so, where they're really like, pop, 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 you know what I mean? Like, there's something more violent and disturbing about seeing Yo, that on style. screen. Yeah, yeah, basically, like. Uh, I don't know. And there was a lot of that in that subway scene. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I think that was one of the best scenes in the movie, the subway scene. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. 
I, uh, yeah, like I'm sitting here trying to think of what the part I would say is like, oh, this, is, this was the part that like I, I would say I found the most uh, crazy or intense, but I don't know, man. I, that, there's no particular part where I was like, oh, well, that was more disgusting than everything else that's going on. I think that the, the suicide jumper was the one. Mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa, they just showed that full on, like from top to bottom, full wide shot style. Well, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'd say watch. Why not? Yeah. All right, the collective group gives it a watch for the, uh, for the insane factor of the whole thing. It is streaming on Shutter, like we said. Uh, I do think maybe not this season, but next season, it will make an appearance on Joe Bob. I have no idea what he would double feature this with, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you have to do something like light. Start with this and then end with like, I don't know, pull out like Toy Story or something. Yeah, do Toy Story (laughs) after this. You gotta do get everyone's mind off it. I don't know. You guys have any? You guys eat anything while you're watching this? Have any snacks? I was laying on my couch just drinking a uh, sparkling water, so that's good. <laughs> I was going to have an edible before this, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. I actually yeah. watched this during work. <laughs> Were you in the office? There's going to be some. There's gonna, no, I, was, uh, I watched it at home oh, okay. on the computer, so there's going to be some like fucked up emails I probably sent. <laughs> If you uh, copy and pasted any of those lines, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Rob, it's me. Just wanted to say, uh, I wanted to track you down and uh, cut your dick off and feed it to you. Yeah, just All right. to say, I, you know, we, we really need to be together, and I just really want to cut your dick off. Yeah. yeah so, uh, get back to me when you can. I'll be here all day. <laughs> Can't you see I love you? Yeah, I, I had fun with it. Yeah, I dug it. That's all it was. It was just a fun gore fest. Uh, all right. I don't know about fun, but yeah. I had fun with it. Maybe that makes me sick. I yeah, don't I don't know. Was. That's why I'm trying to like, I don't know if fun's the word I want to use. But... I did have fun. Anyone have anything in closing? Uh, no, nah, man. I'm dead. I'm drained. Hey, you look a little tired. Yeah. It's... A little fatigued. Took the, it took it out of me. Are you going to eat uh, a droplet of that? Edible Absolutely there? not. I'm going to drive home watch cops. Pete, can you tell Jeff, he lives 12 minutes away, and Connor gave me these um, great, it's like a cannabis edible gel, super concentrate. He told me, whatever I do, don't eat any more than uh, a droplet the size of a grain of rice, or I'll be dead. <laughs> now... I want Jeff to eat a droplet of it with me before he leaves. He lives 12 minutes away. It's not going to kick him while he's driving. Can, no. Can you reason with this man? I mean, it won't kick out while you're driving. See? I'm still going to say no. Oh, bastard. <laughs> I don't want anything where it's like, only do this much. Your brain might not be able to take well, it. Well, I'll only give you a droplet the size of a grain of rice. I don't know, man. I would definitely do whatever that stuff is in Mandy. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Or the, the stuff on, on the, the hornets. The uh, wasp, st- the wasp. wasp sting. And that was just the chaser, right? She gave her straight up um, acid and then the sting. Yeah. What did she call it? Uh, damn it. She had, she had a good line for that. Cherry on top or something? Yeah, cherry. Yeah, it's the cherry on top. Um, I thought the cherry on top is when they lit her on fire. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, boy. That's not right. That movie was, that scene is also more disturbing than anything that happened in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that scene's very disturbing. Right. Um, you guys getting into any uh, closing beers? Nah, not tonight. Nah, we'll do them for war. We'll do two beers for war games yeah. coming up. Why do you have a closing beer? Did you just like pop something you wanted nah, to talk just, about? Uh, I just no, no, no. I I just opened a yard Cape of Good Hope. I think that mm. might be their summer Imperial IPA. Mm. I don't drink it all all year round, but I really enjoyed this. Uh, heavy. It's a good beer, a and I've I've also been to the Cape of Good Hope. Since it's got I a Hunter S. Thompson quote on the back. What is it? You make some anything that gets. All right, boys, ready to wrap it up? uh, That girl's eyeball juice is still drying on my dick. (laughs) Oh, that's Hunter S. Thompson. I didn't know that. (laughs) No, it actually says anything that gets your blood racing is probably worth doing. So, fucking an eye socket. There you go. (laughs) It all comes together. All right, before we wrap up, we give a quick reminder. It'd be very helpful to us if our listeners that have the Apple Podcast app or use the podcast app uh, to listen, to please give us a rating and write us a nice review. It helps us get the... Oh, is that your beard? That was my beard. Oh, it, sounded, <laughs> it sounded weird. Sorry. Um, give us a rating and write us a review. It helps the, uh, the old algorithm, helps people that are just searching podcasts and browsing podcasts find us more easily which would always be nice for exposure and we appreciate that absolutely all right boys we'll see you next week probably same time same place for a summer war games edition of road trips and we are going to lay down some ground rules and parameters right now when we get off air so it's nice and concise for you but it already sounds like they're there's potentially going to be some debates and arguments, so we'll have to make sure we have a uh, good, cohesive producer to be the judge of all of all that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, until uh, next week, we are the Killer Pod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And the crew is out.